Hey mama, stop what you're doing right now and join my birth classes. It is open enrollment and it's a special one because we have added some extra new bonuses just for you. And hint, hint, don't forget that insurance may reimburse you and you can also use your HSA or your FSA to pay for birth classes. So it's a no brainer. If you join this week, you're gonna get not only a huge discount by using the code BIRTHQUEEN, all in caps, cause you know you are, but you're also going to get six or seven bonuses. Bonus number one, you're gonna get 30 days free in my mama membership, which is where all the magic is happening. After 30 days, you can leave us if you want, boo hoo. Or you can stay with us for 19 a month. And some of my mamas stay with me for years, if that tells you anything. You're also gonna get bonus number two, which is my newborn academy, bonus three, the birth coach class, bonus four, the postpartum recovery roadmap class, along with some other bonuses. And if you join by Friday night at midnight, you're gonna get my birthing waves, which is a brand new course and it's guided meditations for labor and beyond. Brand spanky new and I'm so excited to welcome you in. Don't forget, we hang out with all of our students every Wednesday. We have a pregnancy hangout via Zoom where you get to see my face and my doulas every single Wednesday. I'll see you on the inside. Go to labornursemama.com forward slash the word calm, C-A-L-M, labornursemama.com forward slash calm. I'll see you on the inside. Today's episode is a recording from an Instagram live that I did that I thought you guys would enjoy. If you can do one thing when you go into labor that is so stinking powerful, it's laboring at home. Listen in and I'm gonna tell you guys exactly why that is a hugely impactful choice that you can make for your birth. So we're gonna talk about laboring at home. If you can do this one simple thing, then you're going to avoid so much, so much, like so many problems. So let's dive into laboring at home because this is a one simple decision. And when I say simple decision, I understand that there's a lot of fear and there's a lot of confusion about like, when do I go to the hospital? What should I do? How do I know? And so we're going to talk about that as well. So let's go ahead and talk about laboring at home. So the very first thing that I want to talk about is why should you labor at home? Just simply, you want to labor at home because it's your home and hopefully you feel safe at home. If you don't feel it's safe at home, send me a DM because that's a whole nother story we need to talk. But your home, your space, that should be where you feel most comfortable. And I say this all the time. You never see an animal that goes into labor. They don't go into a sterile, bright, white room and have the lights of God shining on them and a bunch of other animals come in and say, oh, here, lay like this. Do this, do that, put your legs in the air. Let me shine a spotlight on your vagina so we can see what's happening. No, that's not how they labor. All other mammals go into a safe environment, their safe environment, right? Their cave, their den, whatever it is. So if you can get into your mind 
that you are going to labor at home as long as possible, you've just made one of the most powerful decisions that you can make that can influence the entire outcome of your birth experience. So I want you to write it down or even comment right now, I'm going to do it. I'm going to labor at home. Put a house emoji, something to let me know that you're following, that you're tracking with me right now because it's so important. This is a huge decision. And if you're a part of my fearless birth experience this week, you will know that each night I'm going to have you guys make a commitment to me because it is part, I call it birth grit. You have to have some birth grit. You want to make some commitments to your birth for it to, for it to be what you want it to be. You can't wing it cannot wing birth. Okay, so you need to labor at home, number one, because it's your place. It's your space. And we, in general, think about it. If you're having a really crappy day, now for those of you who might be being induced for a medical reason or this just isn't an option, I see you and I hear you. And I want you to know that we can still help you have a beautiful birth. So don't feel like, well, shoot, Everything's out the window for me. You, we still got you. Okay, but for those of you who do have the option to labor at home, there are so many reasons why. Because if we're having a terrible day and you, you're at work and you're stressed or people are getting on your nerves or you don't feel well or you're in pain, like you have chronic back pain or something, where do you want to go? You want to go home because that's your spot. Like I have a spot on my couch. That's mom's spot, right? If we're going to watch a movie, it's my spot. And I have my blanket, my pillow, and I like my things because it makes me feel safe and comfortable. I want you to remember that labor is the same thing. What do you normally do? And we're going to talk about that throughout the week in Fearless Birth Experience. As far as what do you normally do when you're really stressed or you're in pain, we want to incorporate that into your birth story. The other reason that you want to be at home because it makes you feel safe is that when we feel safe and protected, oxytocin goes up. When oxytocin goes up, labor progresses. So by being in your own home space where you feel safe and protected, then guess what? You're going you're gonna to help your labor progress. Okay, so another thing that everyone asks me is, how do I know if I'm in labor? Here's the truth about that. Real labor contractions, they declare themselves. So if you're like, I don't know, is this labor, is this not? If you have to really wonder, it's probably not. So what I tell my girls, if you are really wondering about labor, just ignore it. So my very first rule for you is to ignore labor contractions. Ignore contractions until you can't. That is big rule, okay? I actually skipped ahead. I went out of order. I have a list here so that I wouldn't do that. Let's talk, let's go backwards. So we said, why should you labor at home? The next thing I want you to do is to collect your supplies for laboring at home. It's going to be a lot easier for you to labor at home if you have some tools. Now, number one, y'all, I'm not going to beat around the bush. You have to take a birth class. I hope you take mine. I think it's the best in the world. And I know that I offer things that no one else offers. 
like virtual labor support. If you jump into one of our classes, they're going to be on sale Friday for 100 off. You also get for $19.97 a month, you get 30 days free. And then for $19.97 a month, you get virtual labor support where you have access to two doulas and a labor nurse 24-7. So that's pretty incredible. But you have to take a class. You have to have knowledge. Knowledge is power. How are you going to know what stages you are in? How are you going to know what is going on in your body and how do you work with it? How are you going to know what to do when you get to the hospital or how to navigate that scene? So that's important. You also have to have coping tools. This is important. So I got my little coping tool basket out here. So this is what I want you guys to do. And I'd like you to have this prepared by about 36 weeks. And we can put together a list for you guys. Hopefully you guys can still hear me. We can put together a list. But I want you to have a little coping tool station. If you have your stuff ready, if you have a plan, if you have some coping tools and some breathing tips, we're going to talk about that in a minute. And I'm going to be teaching my favorite, a few of my favorite pain coping tools on Thursday, Thursday, I believe, and showing some videos of partner support coping tools as well on Thursday, and also some breathing tools. And then on Friday, we're teaching some pushing tricks. So I'm not going to teach you the coping tools today, but you have to have coping tools and tricks so that you can stay at home. Because if you're just like, yep, I'm going to stay home, and then you're like, what do I do? You're not going to stay home. That's what's going to happen. You will not stay home. Okay, so you've got your little labor coping station, right? You have it ready. I want you to have it ready by 36 weeks. Now, do I want you to go into labor at 36 weeks? Hell no, I do not. But I want you to have it ready so it's off your mind. So you're not worrying about it and you're not DMing me going, do you think I'm going to go in labor? May I? You think it might happen now? You have it ready. It's done. So I got some things in here. And just mind you, I know that I have a booby in here for a stress ball, but I couldn't find my other stress ball. So I already know it's a boob. Okay. So what I want you to have is now you guys love this water bottle. Every time I use it, we get asked where it's from. So we have a link for you now. This is an amazing water bottle. It tells you when to drink. Staying hydrated during pregnancy is super important. Staying hydrated throughout labor is a no-brainer. Do not get dehydrated during labor. Think about it if you're, especially if you're a fitness person. I'm not, but you know where I'm going. If you are working out and your muscles get dehydrated, it's more painful. Your uterus is a muscle, so you have to stay hydrated. You also maybe can have some tea, have some kind of relaxing tea. I also have some chapstick in here. Oh, that's not chapstick. I have some chapstick in here. And then I also have some essential oils. I have some clary sage, which can help help your labor progress, supposedly. And it also helps with pain as well. Got some socks. And I've got some coping tools. So inside here, I've got a couple things. Like I said, I have a booby, but we're going to pretend it's a stress ball. But you could use a booby for a stress ball if you want. That's your choice. So you have a stress ball to squeeze during those contractions. I also have a bigger one, but it's a little bit more difficult. But these are really good for rhythm while you're in early labor. You might really destroy this during active labor. So remember, you're staying home during early labor. I also have, now I don't have an electric breast pump, but you have a breast pump if you want to get those, do some nipple stimulation and get those contractions getting stronger. You can do that as well. You can also, 
Someone else says she has a boob stress ball too. See, I'm not alone. You can also do some cholesterol. This is my little cholesterol collectors. You can also collect some cholesterol if you are doing some nipple stimulation. You can do that with a syringe. I love Hakka's and we have a link and I think we have 10% off. You can also have some balls for laboring for acupuncture and pressure that your partner can help you as well. We love this. You can even get simple tennis balls. So I've got some fancy ones. You don't have to have fancy ones. And we have all of this in our Amazon shop, all of the labor tools. And these are just great ways to help you deal with the pain and to achieve escape. That's the whole point of labor coping tools is to achieve escape. Now, I did have a comb in here for the comb trick, but I think my child may have taken my comb. So I don't have a comb, but the whole theory with the comb is that you can only have so many pain gateways. So if you distract them, then you can cope differently. And we can talk about that during our pain coping class on Thursday. So on the other side, a massage gun is amazing for labor. So I would 100% recommend that you get one of these, especially for lower back. But it also has a bunch of different attachments. And this one, I love this one. You can take this one and just pretend this is your thigh. You can rub this up and down your thighs. If you've had a baby before or if you've had really strong period cramps, you know what I'm talking about but you can rub it up and down your thigh in a rhythm during those strong contractions and it distracts your mind, especially in early to the beginnings of active labor. Really helps with distraction. That rhythm, sometimes I'll sit in front of my patients and I'll do that with my hands on their thighs, just in a rhythm. And it helps distract them from that cramping pain that you might feel in your thighs. Also, a rebozo. You can have a scarf, a rebozo. If you're coming Thursday night, we're going to show you how to use one of those. And then I have a little handheld fan. This can be amazing. We also have, this is my little tool that I use for peanut ball with Barbie, but you can have just a, something to squeeze, something for stress to squeeze. This is fantastic. I'm trying to see what else I have in here. For the balls, someone asked me about the balls. So the balls you can use for pressure. You can use for counter pressure on your back. You can use it. You can even put it behind your back and roll it for yourself as well. So you want to have all your tools and everything in one little spot ready to go by 36 weeks. That's when I want you to have it ready. Okay, the other thing that you want to do if you want to labor at home is you want to set up your space. Your space matters. So I recommend that treat it like a little, like a romantic party room, right? So you're going to think like romance. You're romancing baby out. We want you to make sure that you set up the space and think that you are romancing your body. Remember that oxytocin is the love hormone. And you want to romance it out of you. You want to you want to create a place that's going to make you feel safe and respected and comfortable. So when I was laboring with Grayson at home, I had candles and I had I had twinkle lights in my bathroom and my bedroom, and I made it very dark and romantic right? Because the love hormone, it, it increases even during sex, you guys. 
which if your water is not broken, you can have while you're laboring at home, by the way. So you want to make a space that is safe and comfortable for you. Maybe have music, have essential oils, have candles or twinkle lights, take a bath, take a shower, and maybe a special blanket, have special smells, things that are going to make your oxytocin flow. Remember, or if you may not know, but when you get scared or you get anxious or fearful, adrenaline rises. When adrenaline goes up, oxytocin goes down. So this is another reason why you want to stay at home as long as possible. So that adrenaline is down, oxytocin is up. I don't care how many times you step foot in hospital. I don't care if you're a labor nurse. When you're in labor and you go to the hospital to have your baby, there is a little bit of unknown and there's a little bit of anxiousness that's going to happen. And so when you go to the hospital, a lot of times labor will slow down a little when you first get there. So you want to stay at home as long as possible in that safe environment to keep that oxytocin going. Now, once you get to a certain point in labor and labor has just taken over, it's less likely that it's going to slow down. But sometimes it can, even when you're in a more active stage. Okay, your coach, is your coach there with you? Should be. Now, again, remember I said to ignore labor until it really declares itself. So that's up to you. Do you need your coach there when you're still ignoring it? Probably not. I would suggest probably not. So at the point where you really are having to bust out the tools and use the different things in your kit and really utilize your space, that's probably when you need to bring in reinforces like your coach or call your doula in. Or if you're one of my students, make sure you're using your labor bat signal, your virtual labor support and talking to me and Taylor and talking to me and Lene so that you have us to help you keep your mindset because your mindset is so stinking important. What you're telling yourself matters. So if you're telling yourself like, oh, you've got this, you're amazing, you're doing so good, you're really rocking labor, you're going to continue to do really good and rock labor. But if you start telling yourself things like, oh my gosh, I'm doing so bad, this is horrible, you're going to start really believing that it is horrible and you're doing terrible. So we want to stay there with you. If you're one of our students or members, we want to stay there with you and help you remember how powerful you are. We want your coach doing that. If you have a doula, have her doing that. We want that's one of the most important things that can happen for you during labor is someone is there encouraging you and affirming you and reminding you how amazing you are. Okay, so as far as breathing tips, I'm going to teach some of those on Thursday. But the most important thing that you can remember, if you haven't learned any breathing tips or you're not taking a birth class, you're not taking learning anything, is just getting air down to the baby, not holding your breath. A lot of times when we're in pain, we hold our breath. Just make sure that you're breathing. That's important. Okay, rhythm and movement. Everything in life is based on rhythm and movement, and so is birth. So when you get into movement, you're going to allow the baby to move down into the pelvis and put more pressure on cervix. That is what starts the whole cycle of labor in the first place. So we want that to continue. 
I want you to be changing positions. I want you to be squatting. I want you, if you, oh, I haven't posted my reel today, but today the reel is all about the dilation station, which is the toilet. Most magical thing you can do. So one of my big tips for you throughout labor at home and at the hospital is getting on the toilet three to five contractions per hour, okay? Because movement and rhythm is going to allow your body to continue to bring the baby down and out and con- and to continue to progress your labor. Super duper important. Yes, sitting backwards on the toilet. Watch the reel today, girl. You got it. Okay, so remember, movement. Now, here's another really important tip that you don't hear all the time, but that me and my team doulas tell our girls who are laboring at home. Rest. I want you to take some time to be purposeful while you're still at home to rest. Now, when you're in active labor, you will rest in between those contractions. It happens. We're going to talk about that this week. But at home, when you're in early labor, it's hard sometimes to, because you're so excited. Like, that, you're like, it's time. I'm going to be going to the hospital soon. Baby's coming. And you're not quite into the, like, withdrawn, like, introspective stages of labor. So you may have a hard time slowing your brain down enough to rest. Now, if you've had prodromal labor for a while, you might be exhausted and you might rest. But I want you to purpose out, carve out time in between that rhythm and movement to take some breaks and rest. So be purposeful. Now, another important part of laboring at home is energy and hydration. So in between every contraction, I want you to take a sip of water, take a sip of an electrolyte drink, something. Make sure you're staying hydrated because I told you before, dehydration is a beast. It will make your labor a hundred times worse. So do not get dehydrated. You want to make sure you're eating some light energy-filled snacks like honey sticks and protein bars and things that aren't going to make you nauseous but are going to give you more energy. So think of things that you would have if you were doing a marathon or something to that. Another thing that I think is really important when you're laboring at home is taking pictures and maybe doing voice memos. Maybe have your partner, your coach, your doula do some voice memos of what's going on and when it's going on and what you're doing so that you have something to journal later on and get some really neat pictures so that you have that to show your baby later in life of you in labor. Like labor pictures are incredible. So don't skip out on those as well. And just remember your contraction rule of when you're going to head to the hospital. So what we teach our girls, if you have had a baby before, and if you're a VBAC mama and you got to complete and pushing, then you're going to follow the second time or more mom rule, which is your contractions are less than five minutes apart lasting for 60 seconds or more for one hour. So five, one, one. If you're a first time mama, then I don't want you going to the hospital until your contractions are less than four minutes apart, 60 seconds in length for two hours, two hours. Okay. If you guys follow those rules, then you're going to get to the hospital when you're in active labor, which means you're not going to be there as long as you would have been, which means if you're ready for an epidural, you can get one 
And what it means is that you're going to skip out on a lot of interventions and you're just going to have a much smoother delivery. So we absolutely want you to wait until you're in active labor. Now, one of the last things I want to leave you guys with today is even though I've told you all these things, I want you to also learn to listen to your instincts. Even though Trish said, do this and do that. If your instinct is telling you something different, I want you to listen to your instincts. Because I've had some girls are like, oh my gosh, Trish said, go to the hospital when it's less than this and more than that and this, but my body is doing this. And she also said, transition does this. I think I should go. And she goes and she's right. This listening to your instincts, not fear. There's a big difference between listening to fear. Fear will lie to you every time. Your instincts will always be right over everyone else, okay? And remember that in life in general as a mom. Your instincts are usually right. Okay, so number one, first time mom, less than four minutes apart, each contraction lasting for 60 seconds for two hours. For a VBAC mama who has gotten to complete and pushing or someone who's had a baby, 5-1-1. Really take it in and stay at home because if you can labor at home as long as possible, you are literally taking two-thirds of the battle into your own hands and cutting down on that cascade of interventions. Have a great day, you guys. Hey, mamas. I hope you enjoyed this, and I hope that you made a decision to commit to laboring at home. As always, hit subscribe so that you can get every episode. They come out every Friday. Okay, guys, I'll see you again next Friday. Bye for now.